Hey, hey, are you in sales and you want to know how to smash that glass ceiling? Do you want to make more money than you ever thought was possible? You're in the right place. My name's Sandra Carter. I've been in commercial real estate for over two decades and I know how to sell. I'm going to teach you the habits, the formulas, the tips, the tricks, and the tools that you will need to be a superstar salesperson in whatever field you're in. So sit back, relax, tune in and listen to my podcast, Million Dollar Agent, and let's smash some glass ceilings together. This episode is brought to you by M2 Moringa. Hey, hey, Million Dollar Agents, it's Sandra again, and welcome to episode 33. In this episode, I'm going to tell you about an epiphany I had at a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert, and that sounds crazy, but it's true. I was at a concert about three, no, two Sundays ago. And they were playing a mixture of songs, some of them new, some of them old, and I really wanted just to hear the old stuff. And I could tell from the participation of the audience that that's what they wanted to hear too. They were not there to hear the new stuff because when they played the new stuff, it was very, very flat. Nobody was jumping around. Nobody knew the words. They were all just standing there. And when they played the new stuff, it went crazy. It was Bedlam, it was nuts. People, everyone knew every single word and they were jumping around and dancing and, you know, the way you'd expect them to be at a Chili Pepper concert. Anyway, it was good. It was okay. I was disappointed that they didn't play more of their classics, but it is what it is. But in the middle of all of this, while it was dead flat, I actually had a realization that why was I feeling this way? Why was I feeling kind of disappointed when they were playing their new stuff and it's because as human nature here's the epiphany right now human nature we want to hear what we already know because we feel secure we feel validated and there's a level of comfort in hearing what you already know so that's what people want so how do we apply this to sales like it's so easy What we've got to do is we've got to stop reading off the script and start listening to what the clients know. Because I tell you what, people are pretty savvy. They've Googled what they're looking at. They know a lot more than you assume they do. So it doesn't matter if you're selling Coca-Cola, vacuum cleaners, property, whatever. Your clients, your customers have searched online and, and compared and they know specifications about the products that you're trying to sell them. So the best way to deal with these people that know more is to ask them what they already know and then tell it back to them to validate them because they want to hear that. They know it does this, this, and this, and you want to tell them it does this, this, and this, and then they're like, I knew that. I was right. It validates me. There's comfort. There's security in that. And there's a good chance they're going to make a decision to buy that product. Now, it could be a property, and it's the same thing. People are savvy. People are on Google. People are doing their homework. People are doing their research. They know more than you think. You know, traditionally, a job as a salesperson is to educate and tell the client about the product and tell them all about what they're buying. But it's not that way. Realistically, people just want to hear what they already know. They know enough about it. They've already made the decision. Your job is to reinforce those clients and tell them, yes, you're right, and validate them, make them feel safe. So how do we do this? It's about asking questions, and I've been saying this the whole time. This is not new stuff. Good salespeople talk, and 
excellent salespeople listen. So you want to be talking, but you want to, while you're doing that, you want to be asking them questions. You want to ask them what they know and listen to what they know, because that's the meaty part of it that you need to feed back to them because you're going to validate them and they're going to make a faster decision with you. And also, you know, you've taken the hard work out for you. If you're just telling them the information that they're already aware of, you know, and they're going to make a decision on that. That's so much easier than trying to convince them with a whole fresh bunch of information that they need to process because they're going to have to go away to process that. They can't do it on the spot because, you know, and there might be some technical aspects that you need to tell them. And that's fine. But if you're letting them almost sell it to themselves and you're saying, yes, that's right, that's exactly what it does, and you're completely correct. People are like, I knew it. This is the right product for me. So it's almost like reverse psychology selling, but you're letting them sell it to themselves and you're just feeding it back. So stop reading off the script. Start talking, asking questions, and then listening. Find out what they know. Now, there's good ways to do this and there's bad ways to do this. So the bad way would be, so what do you know? What have you looked at? What have you been seeing online? You don't want to be doing that. You want to be doing it softly, softly, saying, so have you been looking for something for very long? What are your requirements? What do you need? So clearly you know that this product does this or it doesn't. Um, Yeah, there's a softly, softly approach with it. You can't just go, okay, I know you've been on Google and I know you've done your homework. Tell me what you know and then repeat it back to them. You've got to be clever than that. You've got to be three or four steps ahead of them. Border Collies. Sorry, that's my dogs coming in and out at their own leisure. So big picture stuff is it's not going to be the be all and end all. You can't just do this when you're selling something. You have to clearly know more about something than somebody who's buying it. But it's just a part of the process. It's a bit of a stepping stone. Finding out what they know and then telling them what they already know is going to make the process so much easier for you. The decision-making process is going to be a lot simpler. So I'm not saying that's the only thing you do, but you have to massage this into the process so that you're actually answering the questions they already have in their head and you're taking a big chunk of pain out of it because they feel validated again. And so, yeah, you're still going to have to know more and explain other things to them. But if you've made them feel comfortable and you've made them feel secure about the decision that they're going to make, there's a very good chance that the decision's going to be yes. So a lot of sales agents, and I hear them on the phone and I hear them when they're talking to me too, you know, I'll have had a young fellow call me and, you know, he was all excited about an auction he had and he wanted to let me know that he was, you know, happy if I had any buyers, I could bring them along and he was yabbering away and I had to stop him and I'm like, mate, you got to stop reading off the script because you're just doing my head in. It was, it was clear to me that he had just made 20 phone calls and said the same thing over and over again. And he was saying it to me. And I thought, you know, I can see through it and everyone else can too. So being more natural, listen, talk and then listen. And that's a big key to finding out what people already know is actually listening to them, right? So, yeah, it was 
get off the script, people. You want to be having a different conversation with every single person anyway. And, you know, if somebody comes to you and they says, I know nothing, tell me everything, then this process doesn't work because, you know, they may genuinely just not have had enough time to do their homework. But I can't really see it. I mean, you know for for yourself that if you are going to buy something, you're going to get on there or you're going to ask someone about it, particularly if it's, you know, a fairly expensive item or if it's a large asset, you know, you're going to do your homework. You're going to research. You're going to ask people. So again, stop, get off the script, start listening to people, find out what they know, and then say it back to them, validate them, make them feel secure, make them feel comfortable. And that's about it. And I'd love to give some better examples of that, but I think you know what I'm talking about. And it's really hard, depending what industry you're in. Okay, let me try it. Let me try and give you an example from a commercial real estate perspective. So if someone comes to me and they say, okay, I want to buy one of these industrial units, the questions that I can ask them is, have you been looking for a property for very long? What are you looking for? What do you know about this area? Why do you want to be in the area? So they might tell me, Okay, we've been looking for a couple of weeks. We know there's not a lot of stock around. We want something that's close to the highway and we like this location because it's close to our school. So I can then say to them, this is the best location I've got around. I don't have any other stock and this is a perfect property if you need good access to the highway. So they've already told me what they know, what they want, and I've validated it. So that's a very off-the-cuff, loose example of of how you would do that. But we, depending whatever you're selling, you've got to fine-tune that. You've got to get right down to the nitty-gritties because you're going to find you're going to get the same the same things over and over again. Because if the people are on looking on Google, they're going to see the same information, right? And for property, it's a little bit different because people have a list of reasons why they need to be in a particular property whatever they're going to use it for, whatever their location requirements are, whatever their access requirements are, you know, and they might have kids at a school around the corner and they don't want to, you know, leave them in after school care. So they want to pick them up during business hours, those sorts of things. Anyway, that's it. That's a short wrap for episode 33. Uh, Yeah, my epiphany at the Chili Peppers concert, who would have thought? But, you know, it, and it's really just all ties back in together with the whole being a good listener thing. And it's just about finding out what your clients know. And that's it. And the epiphany was people want to hear what they already know. Why? Because it makes them feel secure and it makes them feel validated. And that's what we all wanted at the Chili Peppers concert. We wanted everyone to know that we knew all of the words. And when we didn't get the songs we wanted and we didn't know the words, you just felt disappointed. So yeah, that's it. So my name's Sandra Carter. I'm a commercial real estate agent. You can find me on LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook under Sandra Carter Commercial Agent. Uh, Keep selling hard and find out what your clients already know. Tell it back to them and keep smashing that glass ceiling. I just want to talk to you about the M2 Moringa drink I drink every morning. In my last podcast, I said I have to make sure I drink my green dirty 
dishwater health shake. That's not the moringa. I do that as well as the moringa is from the miracle tree and you must get yourself onto this stuff m2 moringa look it up i'll put a link to the website in the show notes below but seriously life-changing has run away all of my pills this stuff if you low in iron it'll fix it it fixes most problems if that's why they call it the miracle tree seriously it has changed my life and it doesn't taste like dirty dishwater it actually tastes like molasses so every morning i have hot water lemon with m2 in it in fact, my 10-year-old this morning was having a drink of it and I said, what's wrong? Because I know when he's not feeling right, he'll have some and it fixes him up. And he said, oh, I had a bit of a sore throat, so I'm having some M2. And I thought that was adorable. Anyway, until next time.